You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Jesus culture, and now we are done with the word culture. Everything starts with the word. Praise God. Everything starts with the word. Please note that. And please go and listen to the whole of the series till now. It will help you. It will help you. We live the Jesus culture. Tell the next person we live the Jesus culture. And tell them we live the word culture. Please tell them like you mean it. We, we live the word culture. Tell them your reality is not your experience. Your reality is the word of God. So no matter what your experience is, don't let that become your reality. What the word of God says about you overrides your experience. Whether good or bad. Praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? Yes. So your mirror is not your experience. Your mirror is the word. And when the word gives you your image in the mirror of the word, don't change it. Don't go and look into another mirror. Into the mirror of your experience. Into the mirror of the world system. Into the mirror of traditions. Into the mirror of perceptions and perspectives. Into the mirror of gossip. Don't change it. Don't be like that man who looks into a mirror. And when he walks out, he forgets about his image. Don't be that. Praise God. Live the word culture. Praise God. All right, so now, when you live the word culture, there is something that automatically features. The evangelism culture. Now, anybody that gets into the word culture, you are bedding to win souls. Listen, it becomes your burden. If you like, check around. Anybody who loves the word and they live the word, they cannot live without winning souls. Proverbs 11.30 says, He that wins souls is wise. Wise. Wisdom is not a saying. Wisdom comes with doing. Oh, hello. Is that true? So, he that wins souls 
is wise. In other words, the person is showing an action of wisdom. Because of their understanding of who the word is. They live by winning souls to the word. Your love for the word will reveal your love for Jesus. And your love for Jesus will make you win souls for him. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You cannot say you do the word of God and you don't win souls. Because if you love him, the first thing he beats you to do is to do what? Do you know that this is his most, this is the uttermost will of God? Do you know that? Oh, do you know that? If there's something that is on his heart, do you know that this is it? So you can say, oh, I do the word of God. And you don't do this. If the person doesn't do anything, the person is a pauper. The person doesn't have a vision in life. The person doesn't do anything and they get saved, Jesus is satisfied. Did you hear what I said? That is his heartbeat. That all men should be saved. That's why he that wins souls is what? Is wise. Now, let's all read this together. Go. Everybody, go. It is a well-established fact that when a church loses its passion to reach the lost, the congregation begins to die. So, let me explain this. It doesn't matter how large your church is. If the passion for winning souls is not evident in the church, it's a dying church. Hello. It's a dying Kindly watch your desires. Do you know that you can get to a point where you come to church as usual? Your whole concentration is on what you are going to wear to church, how you are going to do your hair. Oh, are you here? Okay, how your makeup is going to look like. What kind of shoe you are going to wear. You know, and, and, and then, you see, you call your friend. Akwesi, are you coming to church today? There's no, I don't feel okay. Oh, let me cry. Pastor, today you are speaking too much. 
you, because you see, it, it is church as you. You see, the main purpose, the reason for church and everything, the essence of church is God. It's church as usual. So you see, we come, we dance, we sit down, you know, we're cool, and then we go home, and then, oh, church was good. How was church? Oh, it's powerful. Pastor preached. And then we come back, eh, and then go and come back, eh, and for us, we are coming to church. You see what this thing has become? We have lost focus. I'm going to show you something. You're going to, you're, you're going to look at something. Look at something. Look at the early church. Look at the early church. They had that kind of evangelistic fervor throughout the book of Acts. The book of, the, the book of actions. Look at what it says. Acts 2 for uh, Acts 247. Let's all read go. Oh, I see. So the Lord added to the church. You think that the Lord just came and add. You see what he ended with? He said what? Those who were what? Those it means some people were going to preach for them to be saved. And it was a daily occurrence. They were not just visitors of church. They were saved. Hey. Hello? Somebody say saved. Give me the next scripture. Acts 5.42. Let's already go. And what? Daily in the temple and wow, daily in the temple and then also in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Daily. So, when people were saved and they are brought to church and they leave church and they go home, they continue preaching and teaching Jesus. And that's how come when they are coming to church, they bring them. Are you getting the point? So it is a continual stop. can tell you the reason why the church has become what it has become. Because about 99% of people who come to church came not because of his cause. They came because of their cause. I need money. I need visa. 
We have made the church a materialistic place of gathering. Oh, are you here? That's what we have made a church. That's what we have made a church. So you see, your need for something overrides the essence of your being a believer. We have forgotten why we were saved. You were saved to save others. I'm going to give you shocking revelations. And all of us will begin to see where we are and where we are going with this kind of church we are doing. All of us are so guilty, you have no idea. And the earlier we wake up, the better. Otherwise, one of these days, you will wake up and you will not see anything like church. You go to UK, you go to Holland, you go to these places, you see the big cathedrals and there's no church. They are all being sold. To big corporations. Because we have lost the drive. The very engine of the church is dead. We don't care. What fills our heart and our mind? If you see a testimony, ah, my breakthrough has come. That's all we are waiting to hear. Oh, oh, hello. Hey. But who also told you that if your focus goes on this, you'll be denied of that? You see, that's the lie that has been sold to us. Who said that? Who? told you that? Give me the next scripture. Acts 8. 1, B, and 4. So let's read it. Go. And at the time, let's go, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Except the apostles. Watch this. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere. Even in persecution. Even in Persecution. Even in persecution. 
you today, the Lord tells you to go and talk to that brother about Jesus. He said, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. He said, I should go and preach what? I don't have money to take car. Do you know that in those days, they didn't even have car. They had to walk. No, something is wrong. Brothers and sisters, something is wrong. Yes, the truth, something is wrong. Something has been taken out of the church. I have come to realize that most of the things we're doing has nothing to do with the interest of the soul. I said, I'll give you shocking revelations. You see, there are some who just want to be great. And this is the way they feel they can be great. And so in showcasing that their greatness will be seen, it has nothing to do with the agenda of eternity. For some, it is fame. So if we have to come down for him to go up, it becomes a problem. What it means here, they were not counting their lives. Is that right? In Percy, they were still what? Wherever they went, they didn't stop. Does it make sense? Why are they scattered abroad? It's because of the word. Eh? So if they go to another place, they should have told themselves, let me hide here. And forget about everything. Let me be in my corner. This thing that has brought me trouble, now my family, now my this, now my job, I had a better offer in Accra. Now I've run to Asaman Kesi because of this. Why don't I just hide here? Even in the place where they run to, they continue the word. Early believers were actively evangelizing. The church was reaching their world for Christ. And they clearly understood the imperative of soul winning. Next week, we're going to look at what was their motivation. What was their motivation? I'm sure if we understand their motivation... May God infect us with that same motivation. I'm not shocked, and I will not be shocked. 
If somebody right now in their mind says, ah, I thought that pastor is going to say something, but this is, is not interesting. I know. There are people who go to church and they want a property call them. I'm not talking about if it's an unbeliever. It's a bait for them. That's fine. But somebody who has been in church for like 15 to 20 years and all they went to church is that a prophet will call them. And if he doesn't call them, they leave disappointed. If this does not interest you, then something is wrong. Oh, hello. There are certain things that should make the believer sad. This is one of them. If, if you are to cry, this is one of the things that should make you cry. These are some of the things that should make your soul weep. Yeah. These are some of the things. It, it should make your soul, your soul weep. May the Lord give us grace. May we feel this burden like never before. May all the things that have taken the place of this burden, of this prompting, be removed. And may we go out to reach to the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.